Hey, yes, Jesuits, if you love listening to the podcast as much as we love making it, we'd like to ask you to support the show however you can. We have launched a Buy Me a Coffee page where you can make a one-time contribution to keep the show running. And if you really, really, really love us, please consider becoming a monthly sponsor. Links to Buy Me a Coffee and becoming a monthly sponsor are in our show notes and on our website, yasjesuspod.com. If you can't donate right now, please, please consider leaving us a review on Apple and Spotify podcast, following us on social media, and sharing us with a friend. All of these things help us to bring you new episodes. So, to all the zaddies and mama bears and everyone out there who already subscribes and support us, thank you so much. We seriously could not do this without you. And now, without further ado, on to the show. Hello, kings and queens and in-between sinners, saints, and I don't know if I is or I ain't. Welcome to a Percy-licious episode of Yes, Jesus! I'm Daniel Franzese, <laughs> and as always, I'm here with my bestie. as licious Azariah Southworth. And sit tight, we got a great show for you, because here at Yash Jesus, we believe... Our faith is big and stretches the whole globe. And we learn more about our own faith when we listen to others. Yes, and our listeners know that we are a very Christian podcast, but we've occasionally brought on guests from other religions so we can talk about queer faith. Because the queers have a lot in common, even when we are coming from different faiths. So we are so excited to continue our interfaith discussions with a special, and dare I say, hilarious guest, Percy Rustumji. Welcome, hey. Percy. <laughs> Percy, that's the longest I've ever been in the room with you, with you being quiet. How was that for you? <laughs> weird because you were like oh you can add pop in and i was like wait pop in here can i can i and did you hear me try to pop in my yeah you're you're already screaming in the background but now you have full carte blanche to talk this is the only way i know how to be i don't know any other way and you know what i'm too old to try a different way of life you know like this is what i do but is it weird though that every time i say hi i'm percy i'm indian and then i do that like weird chant like, to let them know that I truly am Indian, like, as proof? Is that weird? No, it's not weird. You, Percy's one of the most amazing. Uh, you're a great comic just in general. Uh, we've shared the stage together many times. But as a warm-up comic, um, you're the warm-up comic for RuPaul's Drag Race. You are outstanding in getting the audience to just go wild. Mm-hmm. It was so much fun. It was, the, it was probably the greatest audience warm-up job of all time because I do a lot of game show network. I do a lot of Disney Channel stuff. So it is G-rated Percy, a lot of kids, a lot of families. This is the showrunner said, oh, yeah, you can be nasty. I was filthy. (laughs) And it was so liberating because I was able to be filthy and disgusting without the confinement of like a pre-written set, which I Mm. love doing. But I was able to be like, oh, you know, can I be can we be nasty here? Yeah. You know, just say whatever I wanted to say to like an all gay audience. Mm -hmm. And then the audience was also ratchet. I, mean, I was in the audience. And one girl in the audience fake ate out another girl in the audience oh for God. no reason. I, I and the crowd was just, people were twerking, they were wearing whatever they wanted. It was the greatest. And I did a, I did a. By the way, I did a. I think every day I did a two-hour warm-up because they brought me in during lunch. They brought uh-huh. the for some reason brought the audience in, so I was there with them two hours. And I think you guys might have gotten to see the last half hour of it, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. it's just well, I mean, I didn't get to see anything of it because I was in the show. Oh, cool! Oh, cool. <laughs> so the very first day, I walk in and I see my friend, and I was all Danny, 
And uh, Dr. <laughs> Bruce was all, you shut up, you shut up, you don't say real names here. And I was like, well, I'm sorry, nobody's explained the premise yet to me. They just said, be here, you know, just I don't know what's happening, but okay, I guess. Well, let's get you into the premise of this show. Um, we're going to get in- <laughs> We're going to get into the meat and potatoes of this show right after. Pensacola Christian College in Florida canceled a concert with a British a cappella group, the King's Singers, with two hours notice, Danny, because one of the members was gay. The King Singers are a historic and famous British a cappella ensemble. The all male group can sing pop, classical, and sacred music. Sounds Hold on, like. Wait, I need to stop you right there. I'm from musical theater land. And if this is a historic British a cappella uh-huh. all male group, it's not the first gay member, I promise. Oh, for <laughs> no. sure. But sounds like the kind of group you'd want to see perform. And yes. Pensacola Christian College made it perfectly clear that they canceled the concert because one of the members of the group was gay. They issued a statement that said PCC canceled a concert with the King's Singers upon learning that one of the artists openly maintained a lifestyle that contradicts scripture. But the college insists the King's Singers were treated with dignity and respect when informed of the cancellation two hours prior. Please. Here's a little detail that might also matter. The King Singers said they performed at Pensacola Christian College before. Now, here's my question. Like, why cancel two hours before? Like, it's when you found out that there was a gay member, like, they just were like, oh, by the way, someone showed up and he has glitter on. Like, I mean, like, what, like, how do they find this out? Like, you know, what kind of research were they doing? Were they searching people's Instagrams? Like, it sounds scary. Like, like did this guy just come out? And be, I mean, was it just because he was swishy? Like, what was the situation? And those kind of judgments really kind of make me nervous. Again, this is obviously Florida. We're living in a don't say uh, gay version, you know, but maybe the heads at the college were on Grindr and saw my Grindr. Yeah, I think this was the school that um, we visited when I was on the quality ride. And if if this was the the Pensacola Christian school that we went to, I remember we were, we were trying to go to their chapel because it was open to the public and we were invited by students, something like that. And so we were allowed, like technically by their rules, we were allowed in, but they refused to let us in and it was pouring rain outside and they left us out in the rain while they were having chapel. I'm pretty sure this was the school, if I recall correctly. So it's no surprise there, but... (laughs) I mean, right now with everything that's going on in Florida, it's actually kind of a scary time to be LGBTQ in Florida, period. Yeah. Um, With the Don't Say Gay Bill and, you know, a lot of this... I mean, they're threatening to take away the Orlando Philharmonic's liquor license right now because they had a drag show there, you know, that they Mm -hmm. thought was um, explicit, which I saw. I mean, it had Jimbo doing Rudolph the Red-Nippled Reindeer, but that was about as explicit as it got. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't know, you know, I I feel bad for the students, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the students are upset about the cancellation. One student told the local news that there have been arguments and many protests since the cancellation. And here's what else the student said. I understand the college and their views, the student said, and I think they believe they made the best decision for the college, but I just don't think it was morally right. The one thing I don't like, and we'll close on this, is just I'm upset. Like, what about any other gay person that's attached to that college? Any um, teacher that's there that may be queer? Yeah. Um, any any parent that might yeah. be queer? The brother of a of a student or that might want to come and see a show or attend an event? Um, just what is that message does that send? I always think that God should be a welcoming, loving 
loving message and yeah it's taking a stance like this is always doing the opposite but um we will keep them in prayer which actually takes us to this point of our show which is the praise report and the prayer request portion of our show this is where if somebody's walking down the street like god did something good in their life and they can't take it anymore that's a praise report when they're like hallelujah god's so good i can't believe it <laughs> they have to have a praise report you know our praise report for you you have a boyfriend <laughs> yeah. so, i'm so happy i cannot believe it I am in a relationship. I'm in love. I, I now I understand what movies are about, what songs are about. It's like I'm in, I'm in love and I don't care who knows it. You know, I, I started doing accents. Like what's happening? You know, <laughs> that is what we call a praise report when you feel so happy and grateful. So you want to put this message up here. That's when you, you come in and you give us a praise report. Now, when you have a prayer request, when something's heavy on your heart, when you're just having a tough week and you feel like I just can't handle it, like send us a prayer request and we'll pray for you for that thing. And then our listeners will also pray for it. So we can amplify uh, your message because we believe there's power in prayer and power in prayer in numbers. So as he's got the prayer request, as he tell us about it. Yeah. So this comes to us from Shavela. Shavela says, my longtime mentor and friend, Pastor Brian, is retiring after 35 years at his church in California. Prayers for him, for the church, and maybe a little one for me as I travel down from Washington to be there for his last Sunday. Oh, that's also a praise report. Thank you yeah. so much, Pastor Brian, for your, your service, um, especially being an affirming pastor. We think that's yeah. lovely. Yeah. Um, and uh, we're going to be praying for you as you take this next step in your life, this next mm-hmm. journey. You've lived a life of service for so long. Maybe it's time to live a little bit for yourself. And um, it looks like you have some really appreciative person in Chevalia who's now uh, going to take this journey. And we pray for, what is your mom's travel mercy prayer? I love it. Oh, yeah. I command all deer and wildlife to stay out my way in Jesus' name. <laughs> And in their own. That's what she would always pray every time she got in the car. So we're declaring that for you, Shavela. All deer wildlife. Stay out of your way. (laughs) Yeah, it sounds like it might be a drive. So yeah, deer and wildlife, get out. We rebuke you. Uh, And then we also have this praise report. Uh, This is a hallelujah. Someone's hallelujah right here. Uh, This comes from Kristen. Kristen says, praise, I'm stepping into the youth ministry head role for our whole mission district. Wow, Wow, Kristen, that's awesome. Thank you. Uh, That's so awesome. That is definitely something to hallelujah about. We love, um, I'm assuming you're LGBTQ or an ally if you're listening to Yash Jesus. Um, So like, (laughs) you're definitely one of those. So we love to see those people rise especially rise up um, and show queer excellence um, in the church. So thank you so much. Uh, You guys, we have so much to be thankful for. And we want to keep going because we have Percy here. But we'll be right back after this with the scripture of the day. I'm Angeria Paris Van Michaels, but you can call me Angie from season 14 of RuPaul's Drag Race. And you are listening to Yes, Jesus! Perfect. It's a scripture of the day. We got nothing but kings up in this place today, as he tells us. That's right. This comes to us from 1 Kings 10 1, 3 through 5. When the queen of Sheba heard of the fame of Solomon, she came to test him with her riddles. Solomon answered all her questions. There was nothing hidden from the king that he could not explain to her. 
When the queen of Sheba had observed all the wisdom of Solomon, the house that he had built, the food of his table, the seating of his officials, and the attendance of his servants, their clothing, his valets, and his burnt offerings that he offered at the house of the Lord, it took her breath away. Mm, So now we're getting to the gospel of the show, the meat and taters, and we're so excited to be joined by the comedian of all comedians, not just a comedian, but an actor, but Mm -hmm. an amazing personality, an MC, Mm -hmm. a singer, a dancer, a singer, yes, it is Percy Rustumji. Market. <laughs> Who, just for today is an interfaith expert. Did you expect Ooh. that to be one of the things that you were going to be called? She's a twofer. Not at all. And I love it so much. <laughs> I'm proud to be that. I, I truly am. I've seen my friends who aren't religious, and when they hit their what I call, you know, their hoe phase, like we all go, you know, through our little, you know, our low point in our lives, they had no moral compass. And I did, and I'm not kidding. It's because of religion. I pulled myself up, and I'm grateful, and I pray every day, honestly, religiously, every single day. I will not miss a day. So we we celebrate queer people here. We celebrate queer people of faith here. And you are a queer person of faith, but you practice and follow two religions. Tell us about that. So Hinduism and Zoroastrianism. Mm -hmm. I am Indian. I always kind of say I'm Indian. Well, depending on what's happening in the world, I'm Indian, you know. And then I switched back to to old old school Persian, depending on, you know, what's what's hot. But so basically um, my sect, S-E-C-T, is known as Mm -hmm. Parsi, Mm P-A-R-S-I. And that translates in our Indian language to Persian. That's It's Indian for Persian. So what happened was before the Iran-Iraq split – Old school Persians who were being persecuted for their Zoroastrian religion in old school, like in actual Persia, uh, fled mm-hmm. to India. And that was like mm-hmm. like thousands of years ago. So so along the way, you know, we developed, developed the Indian traits. We we wore we cooked Indian food, speak Gujarati, which is an Indian language, and mm-hmm. uh, you know wear the Indian clothing. So mm-hmm. it's really truly a mix of Persian and Indian. Pindian okay. is basically what I call myself. Pindian. Like, you know, <laughs> roll your that. eyes. But yeah, that's the easiest way to kind of say it. So, so, so we do, I, we have adopted two religions. That's Zoroastrianism and Hinduism. Hinduism, okay. I feel like everybody kind of knows about. There's many deities mm-hmm. and they come in different avatars. Um, sometimes Vishnu will come uh, as the avatar of Vishnu. And then, you know, many, much time later, he'll come as Satnarayan. Just different mm-hmm. sort of avatars. Um, there, is there, what, over like 3,000? Oh my gosh. Oh, I don't know. I should know this. There, there's, 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 it's, so, it's a plethora. I wanted to ask, who's your favorite? Oh, I would never. <laughs> I would never. No, 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 no. I have one. I mean, I have one. And they know who they are. No, no, I'm just kidding. So it's, it's very much like this. It's very much like uh, Ganesh Ganpati. You guys might know him as the another name uh, that resembles an elephant. Mm-hmm. He is mm-hmm. there for new beginnings and to remove obstacles. So you want to think of him when you start something, right? Okay. Lakshmi is the goddess of wealth. So mm-hmm. you want to think of her when. Well, I guess when you start something, you know, like, you know, when you, want to, you know, when, when, you know, when you're up for a job or, or something, Saraswati Namaha is the um, goddess of knowledge and talent. So when you, you know, that's, or, and studies. So, and so she has a guitar you'll see as well, right? Cause okay. it resemble, you know, yeah. that, the sort of arts, you know? So that's what you want to think about when you're trying to excel in that area. They all truly interplay 
throughout my everyday life. And I, and I, if I'm gonna, you know, I always going to try to praise to as many as I can, unless I'm at once in the morning and unless I'm kind of then later on in the day doing one for a certain specific uh, reason. A lot of people kind of know about Hinduism. Zoroastrianism is the one where people are like, I've never, never heard of that. Um, once in a while, some be like, oh, I know. Oh, I know and they're, and they're complementary to each other. Well, I mean, they're not like, I don't know what you mean by that. <laughs> <laughs> like they don't, con they don't contradict like, each other. Ranch, like ranch and pizza? Like, what do you mean? Right. Like, <laughs> well, more like pineapple and pizza. No. Yeah, I think, well, well, let me ask you this. Um, so my, my niece is Jewish on her mom's side and Christian on our side. So she's a pizza bagel because she's Italian. Oh, you know? like, so what would you be <laughs> when it comes uh -oh. to food? Oh gosh, um, uh, a curry kebab. Oh, that's good. Nice. A curry kebab. Yes. I was like, wow. I thought I was funny, but I guess never mind. I was just looking to. I'm just hungry. So <laughs> a curry kebab. Yeah, because Persian kebab and curry Indian. Yeah. Oh shoot. Yeah. So the thing is this: the biggest thing that I think the difference between the two religions is. Zoroastrianism is known as like the first monotheistic religion. It's very much, and even our prophet Zoroaster will hold up his finger, like the number, like one finger, uh, signifying that there's only one God. Just remember, there's only one God, mm -hmm. and that's what we follow. You know, Hinduism. <clears throat> there are it is it is uh, appears to be that the, uh, you know to people that might not truly truly know uh, a lot of gods, but what they really are are deities avatars for all the one kind of greater good manifestations uh, of one source yes and that's why there's because, one source because because frankie my boyfriend who is christian um and, and i i it's my house and you know now it's our home but you know i run a very hindu and zoroastrian house so he sees a bunch of deities and he was like well you know i'm christian and we believe in one god only and we actually think it's, it's a sin to, to to think anything else so i i need your parents <laughs> to explain this to me and i was like hey, calm down <laughs> so my mom explained to him like yeah it's all for the one greater good coming in different sort of forms and manifestations that we have painted out mm -hmm. um in zoroastrianism, zoroastrianism it's kind of like we we see um zoroaster the prophet and then fire fire is how we see god we see god in fire so it's against my religion to smoke because it's like you're kind of spitting on fire so i've never smoked mm. i've never done weed wow. um yeah so i don't do any of that and uh, good thoughts, good words, and good deeds mm -hmm. is like the mantra for Zoroastrianism. And okay. for me, I'm always like, I just don't think you can go wrong with that. And we're taught to respect all religions. Yeah, that's the, I would say the biggest difference between Zoroastrianism and Hinduism is the belief that, oh, well, one's like a lot of gods and then one's monotheistic. But uh, no. Hmm. Yeah, back to I the scene. Uh, I love learning. I was really astute. <laughs> well, I, I had a, I <laughs> Not was to going thought. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I love learning. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, back to the seeing God in fire. What about incense and stuff like that? Isn't that part like, I mean, are you like lighting those kind of things? Using fire? Do you use fire at all in any kind of every day? Every single day. So when I pray, for, so I so I do my Zoroastrian prayers and I do my Hindu prayers, and when I and both. I'll, I'll, you know, you know, use the, the fire to sort of, you know, get those blessings. And Zoroastrianism, yes, we will light the fire and we see God through fire. We'll put it, you know, next to our, you know, photos, our God photos. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that. Okay. I love it. And, and we well, love fire. So, so, so we want to, we want to, you know, see it and, and use it. We just don't want to spit on it, you know? And mm -hmm. I mean, you know what? Who truly knows if that's really why it's against our religion to smoke or something. My mom just told me, so I'd never smoke. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. at the end of the day, 
At the end of the day, I still don't know what my mama is telling me to best for what she thinks her son should do in life. She was like, you know, and you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, and don't eat pork because, you know, things like that or what truly comes from religion. But so I just do whatever she says. I mean, she has my best interest. You know, mamas always know best. That's what I, you know, kind of learned. But, you know, we want to talk about some of the queer stuff. Yes. Too. Let's get into the queer stuff. Okay. So, Percy, in Christianity, <laughs> if you haven't heard yet, so much fighting about LGBTQ people. And it's about what the Bible says. So, do you have some of the same fights over your scripture about what it says about LGBTQ people? I love that you asked that because I almost forgot because I've been talking about everything except this podcast. Um, So, yes. When I went to my dad and I said, oh, you know, I'm going to kind of be doing this podcast um, early, early months ago. What can I, you know, can you tell me everything you know about it? And he's like, well, the thing is this. There's nothing Mm. on the subject. There's nothing on the subject. So so we have to, in our heart, kind of make that decision. And when I first came out, I'm telling you, my dad, and I am telling you, <laughs> my dad was the one that was just the first one. Oh, I still love you very much. There are so many types of flowers in the world, and Percy is our little sunflower. And my mom is the oh. one that was like, oh, uh-uh, Dr. Laura. <laughs> Remember Dr. Laura? Yes. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately. lady. Yeah, yeah, she ended up she with was terrible. She ended up with nudes in penthouse. I'm not you know surprised. What? They all, they all that, do. Okay, so she, like she had like revenge porn or something happened to her. That oh was my like, gosh. Okay. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so I, I remember her. Not right, you know. So that's what my mom, yeah. um, kind of associated with being gay. You know, like, she was a big proponent of conversion therapy. I think. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah. Oh, uh, anything my mom also said. I remember her saying this. She was like, "What do you mean you're gay? You're not white or thin because that's all <laughs> that was portrayed." In the media at the time. Yeah. yeah oh yeah, yeah. wow, yeah. that's so interesting. Your mom yeah. said to you, "You're not white and thin." <laughs> yes. When you told and, her wow. you were gay. Yes, wow. and and even more, and she's like, and but even more, and this is kind of sad. Even more, she's like, "But you don't look sick." Oh, that's so sad. Oh, that's wow. Oh. That's how it was portrayed back in yeah. the day. That's right. all the, the yeah. stories that were allowed. Yeah. 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 You know how they painted us back in the you know '90s. So that's all she has to go by. There are no gays in India. There were, there were no gay bars in the 60s where she was growing up, you know, running from, for her life to catch, you know, like the next mm-hmm. meal, you know, getting mm-hmm. water from the well. There was no gay bar, you know, no, you know, saying next mm-hmm. to that. So they had no idea what gay was. My mm-hmm. dad said that he thought what gay was was um, when guys were in the military and, you know, they were horny, but they just didn't have any women around. That's what mm-hmm. he said. That's what he probably turned gay. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> they, they, wow. they, had, they had zero. Until me, they had zero. And kind of hot. <laughs> you don't got any more stories. <laughs> more disgusting. Okay? Um, so, 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 my dad had to take it upon himself to try to educate my mom. Um, like, no, no, no. He did research. He got on a computer. He did research. He said, "You're born this way," you know. And he would be so sweet. And then he read stories about like so many, so many, so many kids don't make it. You know, there's so much trauma that happens with this and not being accepted. I'm not kidding. So for a little while, my dad, we would be at a Starbucks. Hi, this is my son, Percy. He is gay. <laughs> and that's okay. He would take to like random. Your dad seems like, so oh, no, sweet. Like, yeah. They'd be like, oh, we know. We sucked his dick. We know. Oh, like, we know. <laughs> <laughs> oh her. We know her. <laughs> we know her from the baths and bushes and bars. <laughs> she, <laughs> she's a venti. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I'm on a diet. <laughs> 
But um, I don't remember the original question. I just I'm, mm, I'm just a, a couple of pumps of classic. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, one thing one thing that I wanted to bring up because, like you said, there's nothing in your Hindu uh, scripture or uh, Zoroastrian Hindu or Zoroastrian scriptures that even touch upon the subject. Right, but you know, in in I remember learning about in Indian culture. There's there's it, it's not permeated all throughout Indian culture, but there there are a a sect of people called hedras like a third gender a third gender yeah they're called hedras with an i uh h it starts with an h i believe there's a word that used to be used in a derogatory way i would hear growing up hedra okay is that what you had said uh i heard it when i learned about it as hedras okay so 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 i think and the the way it was probably ended up to to your ears uh it was an h added on it you know Uh, right hedra hedra is the word in a derogatory term uh like a boy girl oh because this was used to like describe a third gender that was respected and revered in some some parts of india and they were kind of seen as like godly figures that's amazing i guess when it trickled down like to the playground they would then used it as Mm. or it might be a completely different word that like it sounds like the other word Mm. that's interesting Mm. but wow that's that's great to kind of hear so how queer is hinduism uh, I know that the gods don't fall neatly into male and female either. So the outfits are lo- are beautiful and, and regal, and everybody kind of wears the flower garlands, and it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. But there, there are male and female deities. Like like Vishnu is married to Lakshmi. Uh, Shiva is married to Parvati, who's then uh, and their son is Ganesh. The you know the um, and Ram is married to Sita. So I, I feel like aesthetically, when you look at them, they kind of do. They don't look like your typical American male, female. Like that's a guy with a backwards hat, but uh, but they do have those roles. I guess <laughs> that's what I think of a guy is a backwards hat. Now that is a man. Okay? <laughs> Just ganache with a backwards hat. Yeah. First of all, first of all, Danny, my chocolate lover, it's not ganache. Okay, it's ganache. Okay. This one, like, oh, give me some of that ganache, yo. <laughs> silky, not, silky, not make ganache, yeah. <laughs> we'll go to dinner, but yeah, it's ganache. <laughs> what about uh, Zoroastrianism? Did I say that right? Because I really know nothing about it. This is really my first, and you know, when I was a kid, I used to love to read about other religions and learn about. I checked out the Quran from the library to read it because I was so Same. curious. I have a copy here. I, I just never heard about this either, so I'm, I'm yeah. really curious as well. Wait, Danny, really? You've never heard of Zoroastrianism before me? Yeah. Wow. I get that a lot. And sometimes like world religion majors uh, will be like, oh, no, I've heard of it. We studied it. Um, so why don't we want like a, like a brief history? I can do that. Yeah. Yeah. Give us the recap. Right now. Okay. So <laughs> – Basically, inside Zoroastrianism says that uh, inside all of us is the battle of good and evil. Angramenio is is the devil, and Ahura Mazda is God, uh, also known as like the light. Ahura Mazda, and it's kind of temptation, and, and, and those things are all in us. And it's truly up to us to see which one today am I going to side with. And it's always an ongoing battle. So that is like the principles, and then good thoughts, good words, good deeds. Manashni gawashni kunashni are our three staples to live by. That is our mantras. We have um, like a, an emblem, a symbol, uh, a symbol of an emblem, and then it, uh, is always kind of on there or at least represented by that emblem. And that, in a nutshell, is like the, and, you know, the basic of Zoroastrianism. And you kind of um, have to be 
I don't know what the rules are anymore, but I, we had to go back to India so I could be baptized Zoroastrian. You have to come from both Zoroastrian parents to be um, inducted into the religion. It was a huge, beautiful ceremony. We ate on banana leaves. There were 400 guests. Wow. Uh, I remember vividly as a little fifth grader, and uh, we got um, – I almost said abducted. We got inducted into our religion, <laughs> and it was just a lovely – sort of coming of age, my first time feeling like a real man, a moment and and truly being uh, Zoroastrian. You have to go through those mm. kind of rituals. And there's a whole list. Like you drink a certain thing. You have the priests pray for you and throw flowers and rice on you for hours. You bathe um, uh, to cleanse the old, uh, you know, you away. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just, it's all coming back to me now. Um, so like I'm kind of remembering it the first time in a while. But yeah, it was a lovely experience, fifth grade. And then a huge old Indian party right after. I love that. What is there something that like when you when you reflect on, upon that time, like what was the takeaway lesson from that moment or or from the teachings that you've had? Like what stands out most? Like I think of like in Christianity, I think of you know love your neighbor, love yourself, or you know. So what I was going to say was, um, it's also what my dad taught me. My dad taught me kind of how to truly be a man, and what that meant was, and he he is the true most. The, like a the male figure to me because he's funny he's he's girl crazy you know always you know you know talking about how hot you know how girls are grabbing my mom like it's so lovely he's mm-hmm. the life of the party an engineer he and then has a gay son loves his gay son he mm-hmm. built me mm-hmm. a ballet mm-hmm. studio in my garage oh yeah, my God. so that to me is a true man epitome of a real mm-hmm. man right and so when you had said that what did it all come back to i remembered my life before i turned gay before you know the trauma before everything we go through the bullying which then le- manifests years later into in different ways the drinking and all that stuff right mm-hmm. so before mm-hmm. that i just remember um yeah it's really all about love that's what mm-hmm. what i get from all that stuff it truly at the end of the day was about love family and happiness that's what i remember from that time mm-hmm. you say turned gay which obviously do you think you turned oh, gay sorry no. sorry before I, before I, uh, <laughs> yes, before my neighbor made me gay. No, I meant like, um, <laughs> before I had the gay feelings, I think. Before right. you had the, your understanding of who you are. Yeah, because I think seventh grade was the first time I said, oh my gosh, I like boys. What am I going to do? This is the worst thing in the world to be, right? Mm-hmm. That, that's mm-hmm. different. Right. At, at an age when you want to, when I'm already fat and Indian in the scariest, most intolerant, dangerous place in the world, Orange mm-hmm. County. I'm already I'm already two strikes against me. I'm gonna try and gate that. You know, I remember uh, being so scared. So I'm saying I remember so fifth grade is before that seventh grade realization. So that's what uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. love, happiness, peace of mind. Mm-hmm, peace mm-hmm. of mind was taken away for a little while, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think it's taken away from a lot of gay people. Um because me, yeah, I've been happy my whole life and then and then I went spiraling down, you know, the drinking and the clubbing and the and the everything to make up for for this weird, odd, bad feeling I had, which was now I'm realizing shame, guilt for being gay, which I do not at all, of course, feel anymore. But back then I was like, what is this? What is this feeling so sudden? And, you know, what is this horrible thing inside me that I could never put words into, you know, until... I, I have to you tell know. you, I am so happy to see you in love because... As you know, you know, as comics, and I, I mean, this isn't a read or anything, but you know, as comics, like the, the 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 funniest one is the one that's hurting the most, and I always think of you as like the most joyful, most like exuberant, most full of life person. And when you were always like, I'm, I felt like 
at times, and I'm just saying this openly as your friend, but I felt like at times you, you, you were punishing yourself with your celibacy or you were punishing yourself, you know, because I feel like you were just like, I, um, don't want what I'm perceiving or what the gay community is offering me, let's say. Like, it's not like what you can get out of it, because a lot of that takes a lot of seeking and finding and to find your space and to find. I mean, you're talking about living in the community with a moral compass. That's something you have to seek and curate. And that takes discipline and that takes a lot of stuff. So I know what you're saying. I don't want to say this like out loud, but I feel like sometimes I, I did the same thing by, by, by putting myself into relationships. Like maybe I wasn't meant to stay longer in certain relationships when I was in them because I didn't want to be single. I was like trying to save myself from being single. Like, and I feel like, like I also had a year and a half where I did celibacy. And I think that's what I was doing to myself. You went, you know, when I first moved to California. So I, I identified a lot in you and I'm, I just was like, one of my prayers to you as your friend was that you would find the space that you're in right now. So I'm just happy to see you there. I love you. So that's very, very sweet of you. Thank you. You said something that really struck out to me. I don't think anybody's ever put that into words for me or cared enough to put that into words for me, um, which is, I think you were punishing yourself. You know, I've had friends being like, you're wasting your body. You are 30. You're waiting. I mean, not anymore, but like, you know, you, you, you're wasting your body right now. Like I'm 50. Why aren't you, uh, I'm trying to have sex and you can just do it. What? Yeah. But nobody's ever said, I think you're punishing yourself. And I think so too. And I think the shame maybe wasn't all the way gone. And I think the shame left the gay shame. Have you guys heard of like gay shame? Yeah. Don't know her. (laughs) Don't know her. (laughs) I deleted her. She's blocked. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And especially the the, the shame of gay sex that left. Mm -hmm. Finally, I think Uh when my mom said on my birthday, happy birthday, I hope you find a wonderful partner. Uh That was when everything, that is my moment of, I always compare it to, remember when like uh, the freaking the beast transformed back into uh, the prince, right? <laughs> yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Or the, the genie, the genie was set free. My mm. dad always on board, but when my mom said those words, mm-hmm. I was free. I want to say this because I can't wait to meet Frankie and love on him as much as I love you truly. But I, but I do want to say to you this that um, your worth is not in your relationship. Your worth is in who you are as Percy and you're able to share that with Frankie, but don't forget Mm -hmm. that your value and your worth is in who you are as you, because you are really incredible. Thank you so much. I just don't know if I've ever truly believed that, you know, it's so weird. It's so weird. Cause sometimes I'll be like, Oh wow, I kind of did that. Never thought I would, you know, do something like that. And then sometimes I'm like, my goodness, I'm trash. You know, it's uh, it's the balance. It's the balance. Well, we yeah. like trash around here. <laughs> we recycle. We recycle. Reuse, reuse, recycle. What is that? What is that? What? It's my favorite song to kind of just chant. Do you remember this one? It's so true. I think. Once upon a time, not long oh, ago. Oh yes, I was a hoe. And I, Ryan, yeah. I was a hoe because we. I mean, my nickname. From my friends was trash. I, like you spot when you spiral, like you spiral. Like you know when the when the happy ones go down, they go down. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you a big mm-hmm. thing for me. It's not that I'm not still sexually free because I do feel like I'm at a point in my life where I am. But I will say that I do think of sex as an energy exchange, oh. and in a big way. And it's kind of like I want to make sure that I'm having it with a person that I want to give or receive that from. So like, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I don't, if you're like, if you've got some stuff going on in your life, I don't need that, that 
energy like i you know i'm gonna if i'm gonna share myself with someone it's gonna be with somebody who i i want to devour the energy more as much as i want uh Ooh, you want to devour uh, yeah hi. hello <laughs> he did what are we talking about stutter. here Yanny, Yanny, you hit it on the what is the fucking white saying on the nose the nail the head the hammer nail on the head what, what do you white bitches say the nail you, oh the oh, nail on the head a male on the head. <laughs> the male on the head. Like your nail. nail on my head, okay? <laughs> you guys know who Wayne Brady is? He's a comedian. Heard of her. Yeah. yeah. He, I just I, saw him last week. <laughs> what? Yeah, he was He was at the Pasadena Playhouse's uh, opening of um, uh, Sunday Park with George. Oh, wow. Saw okay. Wayne Brady. So my I was like, let's make a deal, baby. Yeah, that's it. So my very first job in LA was let's make a deal, right? Um, I was an assistant to like the 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 casting producers. They wanted me to like kind of wow up the crowds, you know. Mm-hmm. And I had told him that uh, I was like, oh yeah, I haven't had sex now for about uh, five years. And he was all, I hear that. He said, if this, it's a tantric thing. It's energies. Watch mm-hmm. who the fuck. It's energy exchange. Regardless if you know this or not, you are exchanging energies. So then I thought back to my 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 WeHo days mm. where I was kind of hooking up with anybody and I was digging myself into it. And then it's all these broken, hurt gays mm. just sleeping with each other and digging themselves, screw driving down or lower and lower and lower. And it's so hard to climb out of that, you know? Mm-hmm. So now I've waited nine years, right? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. um, and I and Frankie, a religious, not a slut, you know good good guy now i can give it up (laughs) is there Uh, (laughs) you know we have and we're like progressive christians like the newest new version of christianity kind of thing like we're a new breed um, that's emerging (laughs) you know christians who are reclaiming their pride reclaiming their faith as queer christians and even in the queer christian community there's a divide there's a side Mm -hmm. a and a side b Uh, one believing that you can have sex and be gay and one believing you can't have sex and be gay Mm -hmm. Um, we just call them side a hole and b hole because (laughs) (laughs) we're all thinking about buttholes girl so (laughs) one of the saddest things somebody something somebody said to me that one of the saddest things i heard of and it made me feel sad for even myself for a little bit but before i said that's not me i don't believe that is um what do you mean you're religious you're gay Mm, and that made me so sad it feels so low that's what like, got us riled up starting this podcast. You know, you know how many times I've been wearing a cross in like a club, mm-hmm. and it, it has a, rea- a visceral reaction to people. Like yeah. I had one guy go, "What's this?" and like flick it on my chest. Yeah! I'm just <laughs> saying, like, just the idea of like how people react. It's it's very telling to mm-hmm. just. Uh, that's why I like. I don't really believe in ideology. You know, I love the. Um, the meme I talk about all the time where it says, what part of Jesus' story made you think he likes a cross? Mm. You know, like, yeah, like yeah. Yeah. it's true. It's true. But at the same time, I like wearing it on my sleeve that um, I love God because I like, I think it solves a lot of problems. Like for me right away, it'll like repel the wrong kind of person. Yeah. I mean, I mean, and having that, I just, at what point was there? I don't know. At what point was it not mutually exclusive? You know, I feel like maybe gay men felt attacked or that they weren't wanted. So then they 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 kind of said that I'm not going to be religious. And that really makes me very sad. And I don't think that's the case at all. And I think everybody deserves religion. You know, what is your what message do you have for other queer people out there that are looking for community and looking for faith? That there are more people like you and it is so go with your heart and it's so wonderful to have 
those beautiful stories that everybody else gets to have. And just because you are gay, queer, doesn't mean that you don't get these beautiful religious teachings and can't learn and live by them. And that does not mean that God doesn't love you. You can have everything everybody else has. You deserve everything everybody else has. Oh, you heard it here. Yeah. Percy, thank you. Another voice saying that is exactly what we love on this show because all of you Yashesvits out there that are listening know that God loves you just the way you are. You're perfect. You're beautifully, wonderfully made. Um, And we're so great to hear this. Tell us about uh, uh, what you're doing, what you're up to. Was, hold on, but was this supposed to get this kind of serious? I'm like, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, we're not afraid. That's how we get. We wade in the okay. deep, honey. Because I was like, oh, Daniel and Azariah, it's going to be, they're going to be like, butthole, dick, clit, this, that. And I'm like, oh. We're still that. We're still that. Why, what, this is the thing, Percy, okay? Oh, why can't you be both? I'm That's both. it. I am both. We I'm, are we're sexual not gonna, beings having a spiritual I know, experience. I, know I on this podcast. Look, was, we're not, you know, we're not going to, we're not going to lie. We're not going to like. You know, wear leather on Thursday, go and do this, go to the drag queen party on that one, you know, have sex with a guy on this one, and then try to wear a suit and act like we're something we're not on Sunday. Right. right. We are coming to God fully as we are, as who we are. We could say dick, bit, click, click, but whatever, all we want. Mm-hmm. And still, and still, song. that sounds like a new song. <laughs> <laughs> Once upon a time, not long ago, debate click. <laughs> but the so truth is, we, we the truth is, the truth is, and we want to just come like unabashedly as who we are, mm-hmm. as as sinners of the world. Whatever, we're not preachers, we're not teachers, we're not prophets, we're not none of this shit. Mm-hmm. We're just two sinners that are like wondering about God, like and doing it in a funny way. We're we talking just... about we were talking about any other subject because I feel like gay people have had faith removed from them. Yes. They wanted to make us weak. They wanted to take our strongest point, which is our faith, and take mm-hmm. it away from us so we were weak. So we could be extinguished wow. or we could be forgotten about or wow. we could or we could be uh, persecuted against mm-hmm. or stepped upon. And yeah. I'm sorry, we're not letting it happen. You think we just wanted marriage equality? No, we want our God back. Oh, and so I think that I think this is this big reclamation of for people to be able to do that, and that's why we're here, and that's why we're glad that you're here, so people can even hear someone of a different interfaith can have come here and say the same message that God loves you, because if, if just one person had told me that I felt that way, I wouldn't have put myself into conversion therapy. And if yeah. one person could hear it here and we don't have to deal with that kind of stuff, I think that that's exactly what we need. So thank you for coming here. We're not afraid of getting yes. real and still having a good time, you know? Like instead, I think a lot of times when they take God away, they replace it with like a pop star or, you know, it's like, oh, I don't have a God, so I have Gaga or Beyonce or I have Alexander McQueen or Versace or I have, you know, sex or whatever you want to, drugs or whatever you want to replace it with that is a fake synthetic power of what you can get from having the Holy Spirit in you. I feel like that's what it's like uh, for them. So it's like, no, we're going to like pull it back and we're going to get real. But anyway, Percy, we loved having you here so much. How do we follow you online? Where can people follow you? Okay, go to your Instagram. Get your phone out right now. Go to your Instagram and follow at Percy Rusty. P-E-R-C-Y-R-U-S-T-Y. I have my own comedy show, Percy and Friends, every other Wednesday at the Ha Ha Comedy Club in North Hollywood. Message me. Danny's done the show so many times. He 
is obviously going to be the headliner. He is so great. People come out <laughs> to see him. People fly from everywhere to see Danny. That's why I put him on because he sells tickets. Okay, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> he does not get a cut or a portion, but he sells. <laughs> I do get a vodka get tonic and some mozzarella sticks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, um, okay. So, so where you can kind of see me is um, I just did 17 episodes of an animated Disney series, and I cannot say the name of it yet, but. It's going to be out this year. And then last week, I just um, guest starred all week on a Disney series that you would, on a Disney Channel series that you are definitely going to go because it's one of, no, it's the most famous series of all time. And I'm going to tell you on my Instagram, I'm going to say it on my Instagram. (laughs) You know what? Actually, let me, I want to say this too. Listen, when you say it, we're going to add it to our praise report for you. So we'll make sure our listeners, if you're hearing Percy, um, you're going to hear more about uh, his shows in the future. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I was I was truly nowhere, you know? I had everything kind of, like, taken away. Daniel, like you said, like, the religion was taken away. when I, You know, the whole prop, eight, you know, the whole thing, like, we weren't good enough to get married. What I want to say to everybody, I, want, I wish I could shake that little fat Indian boy in Orange County and be like, you hold on, because it's going to be so good one day. You don't even know how good one day it's going to be. And I truly believe I prayed, got back to my religion. I got back to who I was, who, who people told me I couldn't be, which is gay and religious. And I have climbed and climbed and climbed, you know? And I, I want everybody to live their best life ever. That's what I'm still trying to do. That's what we're all trying to do. Mm-hmm. Heal from all the whatever trauma so that, mm-hmm. so that, like, like, so that yesterday we can start living our best life ever. Yes. But everybody else is living. We can live. We have every freaking right to today start living our best life ever. That's right. And made the deities keep taking you higher. Yes. And here's a way that you can do that, you guys. Your tithe, love offering, charity, and act of good this week. We learned a lot talking today to with Percy. Uh, just by hearing someone else's experience, you can learn a lot about the world around us. Reach out to a friend who is from a different faith and just spend some time listening to them. Don't interrogate them, but ask a couple questions and let them talk about themselves, their faith, and their experience in this world. You will find out a lot, too. Yeah, you may have followers, but if your followers are not actively engaging with each other, learning from each other, and vibing regularly, then guess what? You ain't got no community. So please just reach out to us. We want to know who you are. We want to feel your presence. Um, We're going to have a closing prayer right now. I know we do it a little different than you, Percy, but can you talk about how you would normally open a prayer? Yeah, so um, I pray every single day from my ancient Zoroastrian scriptures that are actually, they're written in English, but the words are in this ancient Persian language. And then I will do um, an actual sort of um, prayer to my Hindu side as well. And I do it every single day. I'll never miss a day. Um, and it's from the actual ancient scriptures. And it just, it it's what I grew up on at church, in church. I had the book um, and it makes me feel wonderful every day and almost, you know what, protected. Every single day. We love that. We feel that same way. We feel that same way. Um, You know, I want to share something with you, Percy. Here at Yash Jesus, we open our prayers with a drag queen prayer. uh, Direct from RuPaul's Drag Con. I know, UK in London. Now, uh, these prayers don't read you to filth, but they will double wig your soul. You'll get a double wig reveal on your soul. So today we're going to open our prayer segment with a prayer from Angeria Paris Van Michaels. My prayer for the LGBT community in 2023 is just to be closer and more of a unit. We have to stick together no matter what, okay? At this point, you know, we really are 
fighting against the world with certain things. And I just think it's important that we have each other's backs, like at all costs, okay? We need to be a much, you know, closer community, and it's only going to make us stronger, and it's going to help us fight that fight, you know? So, yeah. That's my prayer. <laughs> oh, that was great. Thank you, Angira Paris Van Michaels. Now, she was the one that was like, move aside, you ugly bitch. Right? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh, it's been so great. You know, with everything that's been going on out there in the world with Christians, um, the number one thing a Christian's known for usually is hating gay people above even loving Jesus Christ. And we're trying to change that here at Yash Jesus. We want people to know that God is love. So we th- we're so grateful for a drag queen, a fabulous pageant, yes. excellence drag queen. We don't have like $50 Andrea's- million dollars to spend on a Super Bowl ad, but, no, but <laughs> we can bring we you will a drag say, queen prayer. <laughs> we will bring you a drag queen prayer. So That's God, right. we just want to come to you today, Heavenly Father, and thank you for the uh, wise and funny and energetic voices out there like Angeria and like, and like Percy. Thank you so much for Percy. He's such a gift to the world, sharing his insights his talents, his humor. Uh, we'd like to pray for uh, the King singers uh, that they can get over this, but th- that their talents will be shared and other people will be able to appreciate them. We want to pray for any LGBTQ students and others at Pensacola Christian College. Uh, please cover them. Um, you know, uh, they need to repent from their hard heartedness at that school and understand that it's okay for one member of a singing group that just happens to be gay. You know, it's having talent is something is God shining a light on you. Let that student shine. Yes. And we pray and we celebrate for pastor Brian's 35 years of ministry. We know that retirement isn't the end, but just another form of ministry. So let everyone that he has ministered to remember him fondly and celebrate him. We offer praise with Kristen stepping into leadership for youth ministry for the Mission District. We don't fully understand what that means, but we will give praise along with her. Yes, for leadership roles, we are here for it. Um, And thank you so much uh, for this community and all of us listening, being able to be together um, in your holy and precious name. Amen. Thank you, Azzy. Thank you, Percy. Thank you, all of you. For listening to another episode of Yash Jesus, you can find us on social media at Yash Jesus Pod or on our website at YashJesusPod.com. Now, if you like the show, just make a small donation through our Buy Us the Coffee button right on our webpage. One coffee, Percy. What does that cost? You know, also, you, nothing. What's it going to take to get you into becoming a monthly sponsor, huh? Look, you can find the link to do both in the show notes. And if you haven't yet, just leave us a review. Share us with a friend. Doing so helps us reach new people and get more nudes in our inbox. Yes. And if you can't send a nude, you can at least leave an audio prayer request or praise report on our website. Yes, JesusPod.com. We would love to share your voice and your prayers on the show. So drop us a line or a nude and do that at yesjesuspod.com. Send us your nudes at Religious Trade at Instagram. <laughs> or send us your praise reports, your prayer requests, your episode ideas, no nudes. Uh, but guest ideas, or even just a one time not long ago, I was a hoe. <laughs> we want to... <laughs> That's, and I take it back because I did the shit. No, we want to hear from you. Yash Jesus is hosted by me, Danny Frantese, and and I'm waiting for those nudes. Azariah Southworth. It's an enthusiastic guest from me. Well, music, sound, editing, all things audio are done by Chris Heckman. Our show is produced by the freaking Deacon Ross Murray and Lady Ooh. Boss Meredith Pauly. I-
We are streaming and screaming on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, darling, the gods love you just as you are. So keep praising the Lord, y'all. What do you say, Percy? What's your last? Last Jesus! Yes, Jesus is not responsible for any car accidents based on Percy's screaming. <laughs> Ooh, that was, I held that one. Yes, okay. he did. She got lungs. <laughs>